Welcome to the CFG Gamecast episode 21, a weekly podcast created by gamers and streamers alike to discuss the latest in gaming topics from the previous week. We record on Saturdays or Sundays, like you can see today, and release on Mondays on platforms like Google, Apple, Stitcher Radio, and Podbean. And with us today, we've got Jugger Nips. He's our special guest. Thank you so much for uh, joining us today. Uh, Nips, tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, what you do. I know you stream as well. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, yeah, sure. I um, My content is mostly like FGC related because that's where I spend a lot of my time and a lot of my efforts. But I play uh, whatever Capcom game is, uh, whatever I'm just playing at the time, I'll most likely stream it. Uh, I don't stream anywhere near as often as like Flexus or you, but you know, I, I pop on every now and then and whenever I just feel like sharing the experience with you guys. But I'll play like lately I've been playing a lot of Monster Hunter. I know the Tekken patch just came out. So usually I'll I'll host like fighting game lobbies and throw those up. Um I know that Borderlands has been really hot and happening right now. I'm most likely gonna be streaming that. Like I, I'm probably gonna be really busy with the streaming schedule because the next few months leading up to March and April of next year are gonna be so packed with things that I want to play and I'm definitely gonna be sharing them with you guys. So uh thanks for having me on the stream. Uh, absolutely. And uh, if you guys want to see some mediocre gaming content, feel free to stop by my stream. Awesome. Thank you so much, Nips. Thank you so much for being here. We're excited to get into it with you. And as always, the girl flexes, flexing on people. What has been going on? How have you been, my friend? Ooh. I've been good. I've been really good. Uh, very busy, you know, lots going on with a uh, streaming community, with fighting games and so on and so forth. So uh, I'm I'm pretty excited because the new Tekken patch just came out for season three. So I've definitely been spending a lot of time doing that and I'll actually be hosting a lobby later today for that. Um, but yeah, it's just been busy with the streaming, busy with uh, computing, living the good life. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, we were, I, I went in uh, to your stream uh, the other day and you had thrown up a poll on Twitter. And I, I, I talked to you a little bit about this before. Oh, no. Straight up, the community voted for something. She said, nah, we're going to go ahead and play Minecraft. <laughs> I'm all that Minecraft craze. Everybody is now. Everybody's playing Minecraft or streaming it. This was so crazy, right? Everybody's been playing Minecraft like under the radar. And now because of the power of Twitch, like it's coming back in the public eye. But t Minecraft has apparently maintained like 10 million players since its release. Well, and it's crazy. I cannot believe that. Yeah, because like there's a lot of not only that, but you've got a lot of younger kids that play. My daughter oh, just yeah. got on that uh, Minecraft uh, grind. So I had never really played it beforehand. So I've been kind of uh, I've been playing it a little bit here and there with her. Uh, she's really digging. I mean, she's sitting there telling me I got to practice so I can get better, daddy. I'm just like, gosh, I, was like, I love you, little kid. You me. That's so <laughs> You're me. That's me. It's like a little me. Aww. Yeah. Well, and then Nimbus talked about uh, that that gtx that upgraded they have so i still haven't yeah, seen that that looks insane i was just like that's a whole new game that is a whole oh, yeah, new ray tracing. oh yes oh, that's gonna man. that's gonna burn my computer up right now it's gonna like be a sauna <laughs> oh, in my room but right. worth it because oh, you know yeah. beautiful lighting yeah that, those were the mods like back when minecraft came out and you would see all of, like the crazy lighter and shading mods like and you want to install that on like your computer lab computer but uh, now it's like this is the future. It always gets better. Minecraft is the the place to be if you want it to be like quality technology. Right, I agree. 
and, and myself, I've just been on that, uh, you know, so we were playing. So I, I got through, uh, or I'm like, in, I'm still at act three of uh, Gears 4. So I, I need to finish that. Move over to Gears 5. However, on Thursday, I think it was Thursday or Friday, Borderlands 3, that dropped. Uh, so I've been playing it. And, like, again, we just finished we just finished Borderlands 2 here a few weeks ago. So it's still pretty it's fresh just, with us. Yeah. Dude, I am. You I am, your life on pause. I am a game whore, dude. I'm not going to lie. And I'm a loot <laughs> salute. Thank you, Ermagerd. Um, so, so absolutely. So we've been on that grind, like, literally. And it felt good. Like, I, it's been a little bit since I've had a weekend where – I just haven't really done anything. So this yeah. yesterday, I literally just, you know, and the girlfriend was great. Uh, they were out doing things, and, and they just let me play video games all day long, and it was amazing, and I needed it. Oh, that's so Yeah, so nice. that's why yeah, I have like so much way. time, dude. Like, I was literally, that's all I did. My back and my my butt are hurting. Uh, <laughs> like, straight up, dude. When, when Monster Hunter Iceborne, the expansion for Monster Hunter World came out, Flexus was just like, all right, I, I'm probably not going to hear from you for like at least 24 hours, so I'll, I'll let you go. And I was just like, thank you. <laughs> like a solid almost 24 hours. It was crazy. Well, and it's great too, especially, you know, being in relationships and stuff like that where you can, you, you know, you have a partner that understands that and, uh, you know, it's not going to be tripping on that because that has been like in, in, in past relationships, video games has been a very – very sore subject at times. So right. you know I mean, to have somebody that's supportive of that, that also games or, or whatever uh, is huge. It's, it's definitely huge yeah. or someone, you know, cause again, my mine, I have to have a schedule. That's why I only stream like three days a week. Uh, you know, I got to get family time in. I need to have time to be able to work on things behind the scenes. You know, there's freelance gigs and stuff like that, that I'm doing. So it's like, I try to be as consistent as possible, but it's like, you know, I'm not going to go overboard. I'm not going to burn myself out or anything. Here's what I can do right now, you know, and just, just try to make the most of that time yeah that's good that you like keep to a specific time that you need to play the games and play the games that you want to play and i mean it's like you're covering all the grounds too you got through borderlands you're getting this far through gears and i know that those are like recent right. playthroughs so you may call yourself a game whore but you're still dedicated to all of them you, you know right you right in in your own in your own way, and I know that like oh maybe man, what, maybe polyamorous is a better term. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They all they all understand. They exactly. All really come back. Exactly. But like, well, I already know like Flexus is going to be the same way too when um when like Cyberpunk comes out. I'm oh probably, man, I'm so excited. Yes. For at least a month. I found out know? Keanu Reeves is not a romance option in that game. <laughs> What's even oh. the point? Mm, exactly. What's even the point of playing. Mm. That's like everyone's dream come true right now. Right. It's like, I don't know. Um, yeah. But yeah, let's go. Let's go ahead and get into it. Um, let's get into the topics, guys. Uh, again, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, since you are a special guest, Nips, please, why don't you kick it off? Why don't you start us off here? Oof. All right. Well, seeing as how I'm in the hot seats, I know that all of you listeners and all of you watchers, or at least most of you, understand that Tokyo Game Show was going on all last week and this weekend, and they had a lot to announce. They had a lot to announce with Death Stranding. They had a lot to announce with Final Fantasy VII's remake. We saw a couple of bit of smaller releases and trailers like Guilty Gear and Yakuza. Um Seven, but I know that they have like a little subtitle for it, but there has been a lot of reveals going on for Tokyo Game Show. And I kind of want to just do a little recap uh, what you guys are most excited for, what I'm most excited for. And it's going to be very, very apparent in just a few minutes what I'm very, very uh, excited for. But uh, one thing I want to touch on first is like, I, I don't know if you guys 
have been excited for Death Stranding. Uh, if you guys don't know, uh, anybody who's listening don't know what Death Stranding is. Death Stranding is the new project uh, spearheaded by Hideo Kojima after his wonderfully successful Metal Gear Solid series now uh, finished. He is working on his own project with his own studio and his own cast. He's got Norman Reedus casted. He's got Guillermo del Toro, Mads Mikkelsen, Margaret Qualley. Um, he has like so many people, uh, so many celebrities cast into this game. Uh, and it for the longest time, ever since he revealed it a few years ago, we would always see a new trailer and just be like, I now have more questions than before. It's like everything that we see about it you you know less and less and less about what's going on and i think that with tokyo game show what he revealed he revealed like over like hour you know over an hour well into an hour a couple hours of gameplay footage and narrative and story and we kind of understand a lot more of what's going on right now and uh, i kind of want to talk about that just a little bit first before i ask you guys like what are you most personally interested in? have you heard anything about death stranding leading up to tokyo game show uh smitty Here's the deal, dude. This has been a game that I have been waiting on since they even Kojima. Okay, you have to understand this. I know this is right. so we're gonna get, we're gonna get to know each other here a little bit. Uh, okay, cool. Kojima and the the Metal Gear uh, franchise is is probably my favorite franchise. So oh. I am I am absolutely uh, I'm a huge Kojima fan. Um, awesome. When when they said when when this was all coming together, dude, and I didn't even need to know what it was about from that first trailer. I said, take my wallet, have my credit oh, yeah. cards. You you do oh, what yeah. you need to do uh, with <laughs> those because I'm all in. I didn't I don't need to know, dude, because I already know Kojima is going to bring that heat. He's going to bring oh. that. Uh-huh. fire it's gonna be it's gonna again this is part of the reason why why story games are so amazing it's because um you know you you and if you do them right you get these characters that that you absolutely connect with i think uh the last of us uh did did really well with that where you really connect with these characters uh it's almost like reading a really good book and and then you get to that end and it's just like it's almost like you lost a friend like <gasps> it's over yeah. what do i what do i do with my life now you know like I think this is what it's going to I think this is going to be like that. The story is going to be compelling. The gameplay looks 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 like it's going to be fun. The visuals uh look gorgeous. This is this is a game that I am I mean I am I am seriously contemplating doing a 24-hour stream when this comes out. You know what the best part is? It comes out in less than two months. Whee! I, I still can't believe that. November November 6th, <laughs> I want to say. It, it's it's oh, right around the corner. Yes. And, dude, leading up to the Tokyo Game Show, I, I with every trailer, I was less and less convinced that this was actually a video game. I was like, <laughs> I'll bet that it's like one giant like tech project or a film thing or like he's just going to do like Hideo's go- Kojima's just going to troll us for years just like <laughs> releasing these little trailers like these quote unquote gameplay bits but really there's no game it's just it's just like this project that he's working on that uh it's it's all just a cinematic masterpiece i wouldn't put it past Kojima but thankfully it's real it's a game and uh we're all excited yeah, to play it Lexus, are you are you excited to play it Oh, absolutely. I mean, just based off of the handful of trailers that I've watched, the game looks extremely compelling. Um, the story seems really rich and diverse as far as the themes that it plays with. And I mean, look right there in that scene. It's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. Like you'd want to play the game alone for how um, how I, I don't want to say diverse, but how detailed the the world around you is i mean there's different 
weather patterns, there's different um, sceneries, there's clearly drastically different areas to explore. So I'm super, super stoked for it. It, it looks very promising. Yeah, it, it, it with every new thing that gets shown off, like we're we're super excited about like the new tech, you know, all the cool little niche things that you can do. One thing that I'm actually concerned about that I know a lot of people in the gaming industry or a lot of people who play games like they're they showed this concern with um, like previous Metal Gear titles. They definitely showed it and made it very vocal with uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 is it looks like it's going to be a very slow paced game. It looks like you're going to take a lot of your time just walking, just like experiencing the world, like uh, taking care of your health and your gear and your equipment and things like that. And you're going to be going through a lot of animations and it's it's going to be very, very realistically and immersively paced. And I know that after a certain point, a lot of people not necessarily get impatient, but some people are just like, I just want to play the game. I just want to get through this, you know, but for me personally, I love when that happens. I love when, you know, I can just like calmly take in the world and and watch my character or watch the character that I'm playing, like do, you know, whatever he's doing. You know, it, right. it's I love being immersed in a game like that. So I hope that's when it does come out. Uh, people are I know I already understand people are going to be initially blown away by it. It's obvious. But I hope that people get through that immersive hurdle and, um, you know, they, they'd still appreciate the game well into its life cycle. Yeah, I have no problem with a slow game like that. Like, give it to me, you know what I mean? And and however, I'm just excited to experience it. And I think I think people that take it take games like that and take stories and stuff like that, and you just you're just there to to take in what you're given uh, without any kind of preconceived notions. I'm just there for the experience. Uh, and I yeah. think you know Kojima has has done a fantastic job of giving you an experience with each title and every everything basically he touches uh has that uniqueness and and that's why you know i, I think this is going to be amazing yeah oh somebody, absolutely give me, give me two seconds yeah need, yeah no worries no worries delivery no. drivers in chicago are so fast or, or, <laughs> no the opposite they're so slow i ordered this well well before the podcast and they just now got here so everybody i'm sorry i'll be right back nah, no no worries no worries because i saw that i mean he was also talking about uh so we know that we have uh iceborne iceborne is also out uh over on um uh it's i, I think it came out for i know it definitely for like playstation did it come out for everything do you know flex no, just PlayStation PC release isn't until January, wow. which I'm really disappointed about. And you would think it'd be the other way around, where Iceborne would be more released on PC before uh, PlayStation or console right. necessarily. Um, but yeah, no, PlayStation gets the uh, the the long end of the stick per se, and it, it looks really good. It's basically a whole nother game right. as a DLC. So. Yeah, this is definitely one that I am going to because again, I like I was playing uh and and it th this this Monster Hunter world is my first time ever playing uh a Monster Hunter uh game. So this is a very first uh experience for me uh playing it. I enjoyed a lot. I didn't get very far though. This is a, a, again, like and I, I have some of these games. Like uh ESO was very much the same way for me. Like when I didn't have friends to play with, uh, it was hard for me to get on by myself and and do the grind, you know. It, 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 oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, 
you know, I haven't, I'm still like, I was only like level 15. And my understanding is like, you want to be at least like level 50 to be able to enjoy this. So I'm going to wait. I'm going to do my leveling. Or I'm going to try to, because again, I got a lot of games that are going on uh, as yeah. well. You know, so uh, this says available October 10th. What is that? Is that? I think that's j- the month. Wait. Oh, I think I'm that back. might be a particular. Yo, yo, welcome back. Yeah, yeah I think that. that's like a particular monster that's going to be coming out for the DLC. Okay. That's correct, yeah. So that Rajang is going to be the first uh, DLC monster that's going to drop. You know, uh, Monster Hunter kind of does this thing where like they'll periodically release content over the course of, you know, a year or so. So Rajang is going to be the first new monster in the batch of DLC. So uh, to kind of like stagger that content. And it looks it looks scary. It looks pretty cool. It's going to be it's a returning monster from an old Monster Hunter. I Monster Hunter World is my first one. So I don't really know much about the whole series, but I know that I'm having a blast with this one. And it's like really skyrocketed to my top 10 favorite games of all time. Uh, but Smitty, are you, are you interested in playing Monster Hunter at any point? No, no. So I have it for PlayStation. So I just, yeah. So I haven't, I mean, again, I I was just talking about how, uh, you know, it's been like, I'm only like level 15. So like I was grinding it hard for a while and then like it kind of died off. I moved on to other games and whatnot. Um, but this looks sick. And I know that there's, I know like CFG, uh, Davis, them, and a lot of people in their community, they play this. They have, uh, uh, Monster Hunter World Monday nights. Uh, they get together, uh, 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 gosh dang it, who is it? I, I can't think of the names. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's multiple people within that community, uh, that they're streaming and playing this game. Uh, it's a lot of fun though. There's like, their events are fun. Uh, the challenge of it is a lot of fun. So like, like, like you, this is my first time. Uh, playing a monster hunter so this is my first exposure to this game and I remember a buddy of mine told me he's like look the game's not for everybody it is you know what I mean it's all about the gear that you get and the different combinations that you can make and all the cool little you know what I mean like all the things and like it's like once I got into it I was like oh yeah I see like I see it I just stopped grinding on it uh, but these are yeah. great games and I mean that that like my understanding is that that expansion is, is like a true uh, what you would expect as a true expansion you know what i mean it's like having a a a whole new game so yeah Yeah. absolutely dude that to me i could justify throwing down the ducats uh to be to to get but right now absolutely yeah yeah exactly right now i'm gonna stay away from it though i've got enough on my plate and i'm not even (laughs) high enough level to take advantage of that so i'm gonna i'm gonna grind it where i can uh but yeah, yeah definitely definitely check that out yeah, uh, I know that Flex says you've been enjoying a lot of Monster Hunter while you do get the chances to play it. But unfortunately, I know that you're on PC, so you're not able to experience my Iceborne uh, quite yet. So, yeah, uh, I was telling Smitty, it doesn't come out until January on PC, so right. it is out already on uh, the PlayStation. So. Right. I'm, I'm glad that they're announcing, even Capcom like got in to squeeze something, uh, a little announcement at Tokyo Game Show. But the next big announcement that I wanted to uh, touch up on, which is the thing that I'm looking most forward towards, or looking most forward to, is Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yeehaw, man. Actually, hold on really quick. Actually, before before I like delve into that, I know that you guys on the last episode or I think it was an episode before the last one, you guys were talking about the Project Resistance uh, tease and how excited you were for that. And how do you feel now that it is exactly what you guys were anticipating? Uh, 
I'll let you feel that. Cause again, I'm not. I oh yeah, yeah. Because I'm not very much into. I've played a couple of them, but I've never even finished like a, a Resident Evil. That was more. I know Davis well, is definitely big on it. Well, okay. So you not even really being that big of a Resident Evil fan, how does it feel to know that you actually get like a multiplayer, like four v one survival time attack, uh, competitive type of Resident Evil game or just like does that some does that look like something that you're definitely going to pick up I think that would be something I would be interested in trying out like a demo or something for uh I haven't I did not know this uh you this is news to me right now uh <laughs> oh, so okay. yeah as you're telling like literally you can't see my my face blowing off uh but it is because that sounds that sounds okay. like more like something that I would be interested in uh, as yeah. opposed to, because again, I'm I'm a big chicken. That's what it basically boiled down to. Is I yeah. am I am terrible, and I'm not a big fan of like I love watching horror movies and stuff like that, but I don't like playing horror games. Again, I play video right. games to basically chill out and stuff, not not have a heart attack and and have my face explode off and and all that stuff. So. Well, I know that you play <laughs> Dead by Daylight every now I and then. Like, I know that you can you can have some fun with that, like Dead with by friends. Daylight with your friends. Yeah, you know, because you get to play with your friends. Yeah. You know, so uh, Resident Evil or Project Resistance is essentially like it's the same format. It's four Ooh. of you versus one of the mastermind. Oh. So the mastermind basically in the okay. So imagine how Dead by Daylight is set in like arena, right? Uh, Project Resistance's point is the four players have to get from point A to point B. And with all the obstacles that the mastermind places in front of them. So and it's like you you keep going until, you know, until you win or until the mastermind wins, essentially. Uh-huh. So I'm definitely looking forward to it on on a lot of different ways, because, you know, I'm, I'm really interested to see all the types of survivors to see what different abilities that they have and all the ways that they work together. I'm definitely excited to be dropping traps and playing as a, the big tyrant zombie things as the mastermind. I'm really stoked for that. But, uh, you know, Flexus, I know you play a lot of Dead by Daylight, too, and I know that you really like the Resident Evil 2. So how are you looking forward to um, Project Resistance? Um, actually, I'm kind of on the opposite end of the spectrum. I, I, as much as I love Dead by Daylight and as much as I enjoy like horror games and stuff like that, if I'm going to have like a multiplayer game in a Resident Evil setting, I'd rather it be more story focused than PvP focused. So Mm -hmm. finding out the news, as exciting as it is to team up with your friends and stuff like that, um, I kind of, I guess... It loses my interest because of that, because Mm I, you know, I love the the story and I love the atmosphere and I love the whole concept behind Resident Evil. And I feel like having that sort of PvP aspect really takes away from that. Yeah, I I, I, I was to know that there's not going to be some story elements in that game, you know, like you're not going to unlock little tidbits about each character and like the different if there's different types of masterminds, I understand what you're saying though. Like you want to be able to explore the police station with your friend and solve puzzles. Like I was definitely hoping for something like that too. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm still, I'm a big Capcom shill. One thing that everybody's going to understand about me, if you don't already is like, I like three of my top five games of all time are Capcom games. And I will play like every game that they come out with. I I'm a huge fan of the entire of the entire company. So when I saw this, you know, not only did it immediately look appealing just because it was a Resident Evil title, but like the fact that they even brushed up something new, it was, it looked like a huge blast for me to play personally. So I hope that's something that 
you know, the three of us can jump in on it at a certain point in time. Hopefully, you know, Alexis, like maybe maybe somebody will gift it to you or something. You'll want to <laughs> give it a try just for the stream. Maybe, hey, who knows? Maybe you'll put up a poll of like, hey, which new game should I try yeah, out? And uh, everybody, like Minecraft. <laughs> and everybody votes like Minecraft, but then you feel like playing this anyway, you know? So yeah. hopefully... Uh, Hopefully it's something that's that's really Smitty, interesting. Smitty, do you have anything to add? No, I'm just being able to see some of the gameplay. This totally looks cool. Like this absolutely yeah. is something that I would play, especially with friends yeah. too. Like this would be dope. I'm, I think it's yeah. cool too that they're, you know what I mean? They recognize like, look, we don't want to keep giving you guys the same thing as well. We're going to experiment a little bit, see what we can do in, in these other uh, kind of genres of games, you know, but still within that, the context uh, of that world and that universe. Uh, I think it's, I think it's worth a, uh, worth a try. I enjoy these games, which I never thought yeah. I would enjoy games like these. But once I started playing them, like I totally got addicted to him i was like yeah i was like yeah this is fun and kind of kind of you know my adrenaline gets all pumped up and i'm kind of freaking out but i got my friends here yeah. too you know like <laughs> yeah that, that's how i have to play horror games too man i gotta like pump up the adrenaline i gotta psych myself up and be like what is this man this is a zombie i don't give a damn i'll just go in and i'm horrified on the inside but it's like i'm with my friends this is fun this is cool and i'm scared right um you see swag i was gonna say we, we were mentioning Capcom, and that might be a good segue into my topic. Yeah. Yes. Oh, so, yeah. Um, so my topic, I, I want to start with a quote from Red Bull. Uh, for sports, the pinnacle of athletic competition is the Olympic Games. Over a century old in its current form, the Summer Olympic Games feature more than 200 nations competing in dozens of different disciplines, from a 100-meter sprint to competitive shooting. The International Olympic Committee and worldwide sponsor Intel have teamed up to announce the Intel World Open, an esports competition that will take place in the run-up to the 2020 Summer Olympics in Tokyo, Japan. The Intel World Open will include two games with 250k prize pools for Street Fighter V and for Rocket League. This will begin with online qualifiers nationally, where esports players are selected to then compete in a live qualifier event held in Katowice, Poland, to determine which of the 12 teams will travel to Tokyo to play at the World Open Tournament. And now, according to new, uh, Intel News Fact Sheet, the tournament structure is as follows. If your national qualifiers, where the 12 countries are pre-selected to form national teams, uh, from there, they, this begins in March, and it will determine each country's four best players who will come together and form the national team of that country. Then from there, they go up uh, into the regional qualifiers, where, let's see, national team countries can participate through the regional qualifier process that will take place between March and May. This, in turn, will knock it down to eight teams, which advance to the semifinals in Poland through the regional qualifier process. And then from there, you have the live qualifier in Katowice, um, Poland. And this is where the final seven teams will be determined and will join the Tokyo final event. So Intel chose Street Fighter V as one of its main events for the Olympic stage because of the franchise's clear, rich history uh, in Japan, which in turn sparked the popularization of the genre in the first place. This is very much modeled after the actual Olympics, where there are qualifiers across the world in the year prior, and a few talented individuals are selected to represent their country and compete at essentially what is eSports Olympic. So it's really exciting because for the first time we're seeing uh, representation of eSports 
um, in a very Olympic style worldwide. Now, it's not actually at the Olympics, which some were said to believe or led to believe it is at a pre-Olympic event from my understanding. But it's really exciting because, as I said, this is the first time we're seeing esports being represented on such a large scale. And the, I guess the exposure that it, the Olympics is going to bring to this game is, uh, it's, it's really exciting. And it's really exciting, too, because I feel like it's entering a new era of esports where we're seeing it being taken not just as a video game, but as an actual competitive sport that's held to the same standard um, as, you know, competitive other uh, competitions like, again, 100 meter sprints or competitive shooting and so on and so forth. So mm, that's true. I OK, so I, I know that. I remember going in, I was like really, really curious as to why they picked Street Fighter. But it made sense because it's in Tokyo and, and Street Fighter's been like super significant of the of the you know, as a series and a part of the culture for so very, very long. Cause Rocket League as a spectator sport makes a lot of sense. The car hits the ball into the goal. It's like it already has the predetermined things of a sport that people of a general audience understands. And they're like, all right, I can expect, I can watch this. Like, you know, they won't obviously understand the, the technical skill that goes into that. But, you know, and then a Street Fighter, it's like a fighting game is very, you know, it's very straightforward. Like, guy has to beat the other guy. But I was really interested that they picked Street Fighter over the other. And what does also make me very happy is that we're getting esports into the public eye like this. You know, like, with it being on an Olympic, not particularly on an Olympic stage, but something that is partnered with the Olympics. It's going to get that, you know, bump in viewership and exposure and help uh, with, you know, getting that production quality. Like, I'm really excited for for Street Fighter, especially as a, as a game and for Copcom as a company. And I mean, Rocket League is already swimming in dollars, so I'm not really concerned about them. But for Capcom to kind of get some of that publicity swimming their way, like, I'm really, really excited for them. I hope that you know, this really bumps their ventures in esports, and um, that it grows as a as an industry. What do you think, Smitty? Yeah, you know, this. I mean, this is huge. The the fact that it's even uh, partnering up with the Olympics, even though it's not there, I think this is uh, uh, again something that just kind of a a precursor to what is going to be the inevitable. It will be in the Olympics. People are recognizing uh, gaming and esports as a legitimate uh, sport, and you're starting to see it on a bigger stage. Again, I feel like uh, Las Vegas is very much trying to embrace this. They're trying to uh, get ahead of the curve as far as uh, you know, I mean, we've got we've got esports arenas popping up left and right on the strip, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? It, it is bringing in more international travel, uh, the numbers are there again. You know, I'm I'm from traditional broadcast. I came from uh, uh, broadcast news, so you know, I very much within that role saw that uh, you know people are moving away from traditional broadcast, and people's eyeballs are on their phones, on their tablets. Everyone knows how to do them. The kids, the kids know how to do them as children. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> 
th- that is where the future is. Uh, traditional broadcast is going to be slow to it, but you're seeing these other companies. And you know anytime like the casinos and those big money people are investing money into these kinds of things, they're way ahead of what we're thinking yeah. at, on our muggle level. You know what I mean? They got people yeah. on top of people on top of people that that's all they do is is look at the, the uh, uh, economics of it, look at the popularity. So the forecast is already there that it is going to be a staple. So the fact that they're getting these kinds of partnerships, the fact that even a ninja was on, you know what I mean, uh, uh, Sports <laughs> Illustrated and is yeah. getting paid, you know, millions of dollars to go stream oh, yeah. on the platform, man. <laughs> I want that to be me, son. That's awesome. That You know, that's fantastic oh for God. everybody that's doing yeah. this. And for people that, like, becoming a content creator, you can do in your own home. Two years ago, I didn't have any of this stuff. I was a guy sitting on the edge of my bed, hitting go live on my PlayStation, and and you know what I mean. Like now, now I've got I basically got like a mini studio in in one of my bedrooms. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like it it is there. I've believed in it. Uh, I've been talking about it. I've got you know what I mean. I'm I'm trying to work my own angle. I just left that job here about three weeks ago to go work in digital. Uh, over at a newspaper because uh, they're moving forward with that digital push. So I'm looking to do, you know, again, I want to work in that space. I'm about that space. It is here. It is going to stay. It is going to get a lot bigger, guys. Yeah. yeah. And it's, I want to talk, too, about the uh, the prize pool because it's a total prize pool of $500,000, which split up between the two games is $250,000 each. Mm-hmm. Now, in comparison, the uh, Capcom has Capcom Cup, which, you know, that's when Street Fighters hosted the big tournament of the year. All the top players go and compete. And the number one um, person, or like like the winner of Capcom Cup gets 250K. But all tournaments prior to that, nothing even comes close to those numbers, uh, at least that I'm aware of. And so to see that a tournament like this, where the prize pool is 250000 and it's usually split where at least first place gets 50%, if not more. So, I mean, we're talking people are going to be going home with six figures easily. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. I wish I could get good. There's no way. Like, I know these people dedicate so much time. And this is another reason why I can see it being categorized as a sport, as it being, you know, it getting recognized because you legitimately have to work it every single day and they are working it hours on hours on hours on end uh honing their skills getting better at these games so yo man like it it, is so much fun to watch and see people compete on that level you know what i mean it's like it's it's like i have fun uh but these guys you know this is like this is these are some high mechanics some high level uh uh thinking right there (laughs) oh yeah absolutely yeah there's so much dedication that goes into like being a professional player of any kind you know like esports traditional sports like whatever it may be like the amount of work that a play and the thing is like a lot of people are just like oh they're just they're just pressing buttons but i can i can look at you and just be like dude you're just swinging a bat right baseball's boring (laughs) but you know like hopefully hopefully people kind of recognize esports as you know it's it's most people already do let me tell you a story like when i was trying to first get into esports it was with league of legends which is a it's a pc moba that kind of came that blew up like 
five or six years ago. And at that, at its peak was when I was trying to really jump in as a either a competitive player or as an analyst. And my mom obviously did not know anything about that. She was like competitive video games. She's very you know old school Asian lady and kind of you know old school American too. So she's like you know competitive video games like that will never pick up. That's never a thing. That's not stable. That's not a job. You know. And then one year I showed her the World Championships and she like when what happened she sat there and watched it with me which i was really really happy that she did that you know the support that she was giving me and like the play that was happening on screen like the crowd was just losing their minds everyone was cheering like crazy and my mom was like oh my god this is all that said that came out of her mouth she said oh my god and then the camera panned out to the stadium to show how many people oh, yeah. in the stadium and my mom was like oh my god it was so <laughs> sick and that moment i was just like she's getting it yeah she understands so now my like when i tell my mom like oh i work you know for finding a community and i kind of like do esports to production and stuff like that she's just like oh okay and she'll actually ask like what i did and what game i'm working on and she's like she it was so funny when i like went to do commentary for the first time uh and i came home uh my mom was in town and she was just like hi what game did you do and i was like i did street fighter and she was like of course you did can i see and it was so <laughs> sweet so my mom was definitely a lot more supportive of it because she's been exposed to it more she's been conditioned to it and i hope that a lot of not necessarily like boomers, but a lot of parents and a lot of older people are going to start recognizing that this is definitely a big industry. You know, like you said, we're Ninja, you know, making millions and streaming in front of like hundreds of thousands of people and definitely getting public eye. Hopefully that kind of trickles down into the rest of the esports industry and into the gaming industry where people understand like there's a lot of money in this. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of success in this. And hopefully my daughter playing Minecraft is going to be one of the best Minecraft players of all time. And she starts making millions on stream. <laughs> Smitty, I'm looking at you. Yeah. Someday. <laughs> it may not be you, but hopefully oh, your kid. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. It may you not know, be I, me, but yeah. we'll sow the seed. And I would absolutely be on board. My parents are the same way. They were super supportive. Half the equipment in here they have purchased for me, like at Christmas and stuff like that. Because uh, they saw that, uh, you know I mean? I was doing something. I, was, I, I had put the dedication into it. You know, I said it, uh, it was something that I was serious about, you know, because I had been on Twitch for like a good four or five years. But like, you know, I'd pop on here or there, you know, going directly for my thing. That's when I got stung by the scorpion, by the way, uh, was one of those Ooh. streams. Yeah, no, it was terrible. Uh, I'll, I'll say that for another time. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, I've been doing it for a while, but then like here a couple years ago, it was 2017 towards the end of it. it I think my two years is here like this month or next month. Um, you know, I was like, you know, all right, let me go in. Let me learn about this. Let me let me do this. Uh, and, uh, you know, it, it just everybody, everybody around me have been super supportive of it. Uh, I started seeing it, you know what I mean? There's been, there's been great growth and I've met a, a ton of people. I'm doing things I never thought that I would be doing. It has helped me. I, I, I largely think that it helped, it, it, it had helped me, uh, you know, secure the job that, uh, that I got now just cause I was already doing the things I had built the equipment out like this and that. So it's been nothing but positive. And I, I'd still, you know, I'd, I'll jab at my parents sometimes and just be like, ah, oh, you used to say that, uh, video games won't get me anywhere. Look at me now. <laughs> you know, like, it's awesome. I get to play video games and, and you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, I, I couldn't ask for uh, anything more. Not only that, but then my other passion of, you know, acting and, and, you know, broadcast production and, and stuff like that. Like it's all, 
all encompassed into this. And it's like, oh, I could I could do anything I want to, you know, off this platform. Let's see how far we can go. Cause it's all about pushing the limits of who you are and and you know what you can accomplish. You know, there's been so many times that I've surprised myself at what I can do. Uh, and it's such a great feeling. You know what I mean? You always want to push and, and keep moving forward and and try to accomplish more and more and and you know, all this. So you know, it, it's been fantastic, dude. Just, I, I'm sorry, I kind of kind of went off on a tangent there. Oh, a we're getting bit. we're getting so wholesome right now. <laughs> the, the career, it's possible, kids. Like you guys can believe. Yeah. Look at Smitty; he's doing yeah. it. You know, we're all doing <laughs> it, son. No, man. Huge congratulations to you for like a huge amount of growth in such a short amount of time, Smitty. No, Damn. thank you, man. Thank you. It's been yeah, it's been a hell of a ride. It's been a hell of a ride. And speaking of like changes and stuff like that too, uh, that kind of segues into my topic here. I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, the the so you know, being out here in Las Vegas, uh, you know, I, I'm always like checking out, seeing what kind of uh, local gaming news is going on. Uh, I saw this article uh, come up the other day, but Twitch has actually partnered with the Raiders, and they reveal that they're doing a Twitch lounge in Allegiant Stadium. This to oh, me, oh how cool! Yeah, this to me is huge news, and it's kind of piggybacking too off of what you're talking about as far as uh, with the exposure and, and how much bigger it's getting. I mean, oh yeah, you know, you're you're telling me Twitch now is partnering with the NFL, uh, dude. They they are doing things. This platform is there. Um, yeah, let me read just a little bit here from the article. Uh, Twitch has partnered with the new, uh, the now Oakland Raiders ahead of the NFL team's move to Las Vegas next season, which they play the Bears next year. I plan on going to that game. Uh, nice. As part of the move, the Raiders will play in Allegiant Stadium nearby Paradise, Nevada. Uh, the stadium, which is expected to be completed before the 2020 season, will include a Twitch-branded lounge. The lounge will have streaming stations, viewing screens, eSports tournaments, and future Twitch events TwitchCon Las Vegas. <laughs> According to a Twitch press release, the street uh, the streaming platform did not elaborate on what type of events it would co- uh, would host in the lounge. However, the Raiders, who have played in Oakland, California since '95, announced its plan to relocate uh, for the f- for the third time in team history in March 2017. It's uh, blah 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 blah. This move is just the latest in traditional sports, embracing gaming and esports. Los Angeles Rams yes. owner Stan uh, Krenick uh, has invested in Overwatch League and upcoming franchise Call of Duty League. We we talked about that here uh, a few episodes ago about uh, yeah. uh, 100 Thieves not getting in, and it's just these uh, people, these o- these team owners and stuff like that are getting into it. Again, you gotta you gotta look at the money, man. If the, if they are putting the money in, then they see something that other people and they're getting. They just got the money. To, I'd love to throw the money at it. You well, know wait, 100 I mean? Thieves didn't get into the Call of Duty League? Dude, they backed out. They, it, dude, it was a twenty-five million dollar investment. It was yeah, a, but they're owned by the Cavaliers. Uh, who? Oh, oh know, really? Hundred Thieves is owned by the Cleveland Cavaliers, and they did it. They did. They did it by a spot. They backed out, dude. That's, that there's so many layers at play there. But regardless, like I'm sure with Twitch's partnership, like this is what I want to see. I want to see like esports being more synonymous with regular sports, you know, like them working in harmony and them like coming together and, and recognizing each other and in tandem with each other. So like with who knows, we're probably going to see, I remember I was watching a uh, Super Bowl one year and I was seeing ads for like CSGO and Dota. It was so sick. And like, I want to see more stuff like that where it's like, it's not just at the Super Bowl. It's at like, 
a regular game. You know, I want right. to see more stuff where they're working in tandem together because a lot, like I said, a lot of people are understanding there's a lot of money in this, you know, and, and with that esports lounge is probably going to host a lot of games with that make money. They're probably going to host a lot of events that bring in a lot of people and put a lot of eyes on it. You know, with, with the amount of money that they're getting partnering with the Raiders, they're definitely going to get a lot of uh, boosts in production quality. So hopefully that, uh, that kind of gets everybody's eyes on it. But I, I mean, um, I think what's inter- what, what's funny is, uh, you know, the, the brain is a muscle too, that you have muscles on your hand, you yeah. work your muscles doing esports and things like yeah. that. It is, it is, it is different. You know, like I'm, I'm glad that it is getting to that point, but I don't know if people are going to start calling esports like all oh, it's sports now because they are different. They are very, very different. The athletic ability is like, it's still deep and there's still, it's still very complex and there's still like superhuman level thinking and ability, but you know, them mostly just working in tandem with each other, as opposed to becoming one entity in one industry. I think that is a lot more beneficial and realistic because I- I don't know. I don't know. What do you no, think? Oh, yeah. No, I, I totally agree. Again, these are the people that have been doing it with uh, the NBA, uh, the NFL, the NHL, this and that. They know, you know, they've been doing this stuff. They know the right people. They are trying to build out that infrastructure now for esports to run that way. But, you know, again, yeah. we got to we gotta see we're still in that transitional period. People are still trying to get on board with it. Uh, but if you got people that are throwing – and, and I, I – you know, like for me, like I understand that is tough. 25 mil uh, for that kind of investment is not proven, although you've seen some success out of Overwatch League. Uh, it still hasn't, oh, yeah. you know, like, you know, trying to, trying to do a, a COD League now. Um, it is, it's, you know, you, you don't know how it's going to turn out. So – that would be it's a little harder, I think, for for uh, and again, I could be wrong because they, they do have a lot of money and it's no doubt that they don't have that kind of money. It might be more yeah. about, you know, ah, I don't know that we're willing to invest right now at that price. I mean, again, the consequence of that is if you're looking to do it later, it's going to cost you, you know, so, yeah. <laughs> you know, they, they probably <laughs> looked at that risk and, and reward and just said, uh, we'll hold off for right now and and see what happens. But uh, this this has got me really excited. Excited uh, about Twitch partnering with that. Uh, again, I'm trying to work. I'm trying to see a way if I can figure out a way to work my way up in that. You know what I mean? If I can make it's, some yeah. people, it's like, in your neck of the woods. I know, son. I know. Trust me. I'm gonna try to work the angles. I'm gonna try to work my resources and whatnot. But when I saw that, I was like, oh yeah, dude. I was like, that is. I, I was like, absolutely, man. That is gonna be <laughs> yeah. dope. There are so many that are that are out here and that are popping up. Like, I want to go visit them. I want to make contacts and 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 meet people out there. You know what I mean? Maybe go do. A, a podcast or something like that uh, from out there. I think that would be dope. Uh, I definitely, you know what I mean. I'm, I'm definitely looking to see where I can work some of these local angles. And and you know, I I very much uh, believe that we are seeing we are on the ground floor of this of this movement of this change yeah. and this shift of of what people you know what kind of media people are intaking and stuff that we can do as content creators. Uh, you know yeah. the accessibility that we have. I mean, we are we are putting on a a three person podcast right now. You know, both on audio and uh, video. Uh, it's it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think that uh, the last year, couple of years, especially with this significant event, it's 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 a really really good time for for the growth of esports, for laying the foundation of esports. Yeah. Uh, what, do, what do you think? So. Yeah. Go I was ahead, gonna say, I think it's interesting because you know esports we. 
esports was very much a niche group and for the first time we're really seeing it branch out and i think we're in a really interesting state or transitional period watching esports grow and suddenly be in the limelight for a lot of different um and a lot of different aspects you know in regular sports obviously in the olympics you know in tv and uh, quite a while back i think it was actually the first time i was brought on the podcast i talked even about ninja being in times magazine you know, we're, we're seeing esports getting turned uh, towards the public eye in, in a lot of good ways. Hmm. So it's it's interesting living in a period of tr- like transition for esports. And it is very exciting and very encouraging. And, you know, it's uh, it, it's it's fun. And I'm super stoked to see the growth of esports. And I'm super stoked to see the uh just to, to see the recognition that I feel like esports kind of deserves because they haven't really had for a long time. So, especially too, because I think there's a rise in competitive gaming that we haven't seen before. Um, you know, with Fortnite, with Overwatch, with fighting games, with uh, Dota, and with like what is it, League of Legends, and so many other games where I feel like we're really seeing a rise in. Uh, competitive gaming which i think definitely helps as well yeah i I, and it does really help that we're getting or the esports is getting proper exposure because we've had like game these games have had large prize pools for a very long time like the international has had like multi-million dollar prize pool for years now and i think that with like twitch rival or partnering with something as as big as Oakland Raiders and like getting that bridge into, you know, your modern TV outlets and into, into your regular sports and your regular outreach. Like it's going to really put the scope of esports on the map because people are going to understand like, yeah, Ninja makes a lot of money. Dota makes a lot of money. CSGO makes a lot of money. Call of duty. Everybody knows what call of duty is. And then like $25 million buy-in spot, which I'm still blown away that hundred thieves didn't buy in. That's crazy. But you know, like, it's just going to be constant growth. And I think that we're hitting a spurt right now, which is very, very needed. And I'm, I'm glad that we're doing that. Hopefully, hopefully the FGC follows, you know what I'm saying? A little bias right there. I hope that the fighting game community kind of follows in its footsteps, dude. I can't see it not doing that, dude. It makes sense for it to do it. The The scene is there. The the people are there that are watching it. Uh, yeah, that, yeah, I can't see it. Not, not, not all getting kind of combined and, and, and worked out and stuff. They're figuring the stuff out. They're figuring the stuff out. So I think that's gonna, that's gonna do it for us, uh, for episode, uh, 21 again, uh, jugger nips. Thank you so much, uh, for coming and joining us, man. Amazing conversations. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Glad to be here. It was great talking with you guys. Absolutely. And flexus as always, thank you so much, my friend. Of course. I love being here. Yes. So, guys, check us out. New episode uh, right now. You are listening to it, hopefully. Uh, <laughs> uh, Apple, uh, Google Google Radio or Stitcher Radio, uh, Podbean, all that good stuff. Thank you guys again so much for joining us. Uh, hope you have a great gaming week. <laughs>